Hi lovelies, I hope you're having a beautiful week and you're staying safe. Mental health and mental illness are topics that we shy away from as a society. In recent times, however, uh, a lot of people across the country have um, taken a stand to spread awareness and to offer help to people who um, have mental health issues. This is absolutely commendable. Today we'll be talking about depression and suicide and here with me today to do that is an amazing phenomenal young woman she is a psychologist and she runs a private practice in abuja i'm so excited to talk to her today and so without further ado we're going to go straight into it so here it goes Hello, Aisha. Thank you for being here with us today. Please tell us a little about yourself. Hi, Jenny. Thank you for having me. My name is Aisha Buba. I am a psychologist and I run a private practice in Abuja called the Sunshine Series, which is a psychotherapy private practice. And we focus mainly on offering therapy, capacity building in terms of mental health trainings and other uh, mental health related workshops. Uh, currently, we are running a, a, a project called the Mindwell Project, which is a free counseling for COVID-19 pandemic to help people struggling with any form of mental health distress during this pandemic. As we are all aware, it's been quite an eventful year. It feels like um, um, 10 years in one. So yeah, that's, that's just a little bit about what we do. I've been practicing for over six years now and in different sectors of mental health. Um, yeah. So today we're going to be talking about something that most people shy away from in our society, but something that is gaining grounds um, by way of um, discussions and diagnosis and treatments in certain parts of society now. Um, I'm just going to go straight to the point and ask, how would you define depression and what are the known causes of depression? Are there causes of depression? If there are, what are these causes? Depression is a mood disorder, which is um, primarily characterized by an extreme feeling of sadness. Um, so when I say extreme feelings of sadness, this is not the usual day-to-day -day, um, feelings of sadness that we experience as a result of things happening to us. But this is more um, consistent and usually before a diagnosis is made, a person must have been sad for at least two weeks straight up. So it, it's quite extreme. And then um, it can also be characterized by feelings of hopelessness, um, uh, feelings of helplessness, negative view of self, negative view of the world, um, loss of interest in previously pleasurable activities so the things the person normally used to enjoy doing they don't find pleasure in it anymore and um, uh, the, there is no known cause one particular known cause of depression but there are factors that can um, trigger depression it could be um, it could be biological factors so um, chemical imbalance in the brain and um, it could also be social factors so as a result of maybe adverse events happening in a person's life like bereavement um, loss of 
loss in in, in any form could be loss of job or um, maybe something that they held very dearly it could be as a result of trauma maybe from a negative experience it could maybe like an accident uh, sexual violence abuse um, negative events that one can experience could lead to depression you could also look at um, other factors like um, other factors like maybe a, a person's physical health condition so when someone is probably terminally ill or they have a certain physical health condition it can lead to feelings of depression so there are so many factors that can lead to depression there is no particular known cause um, some people become, are more prone to getting depressed than others as a result of their genetics their biological makeup and um, of course when they inherit those genes then um they they are more likely to get depressed when something triggers so they don't just wake up depressed but uh, of course other events can happen to trigger that so there are multiple reasons that one can get depressed and um, it's not a one-size-fits-all so when someone gets depressed as a result of a particular reason it doesn't mean that anybody who experiences that has to be depressed um, individual difference plays a role also so we're talking about depression and instantly my mind goes to you know the numerous reports of suicide um, that uh, are splattered across the news every day i would like to ask what is the connection between depression as we've just defined it and suicide so um according to world health organization depression is a leading cause of global disability and it contributes a lot to the global disease burden that's how serious it can be over 200 million people um, suffer from depression across different age group and gender now um Depression has been highly linked to suicide and uh, it, it can be as a result of the feelings of hopelessness. Um, sometimes people who experience uh, feelings of depression or any symptoms of depression don't have access to treatment. Sometimes they don't even understand what's going on with them. So a lot of times there are so many factors that make it seem like a very hopeless situation. So these can lead to an increase in the rate of suicide. And um, uh, yeah, so and a lot of times other factors other societal factors that don't make it easy for somebody who is suffering from depression to uh, to fully experience what they're going through to fully seek treatment like stigma and the silence culture sometimes it just makes the individual suffer in silence alone this can be a very very um difficult place to be so it can also of course lead to suicidal thoughts and in extreme cases the person acting on it and mind you um, um, um uh, the, the word now is die by suicide we don't usually say commit suicide because commit sounds like it's a crime it's and but this is a cry for help this is a health condition that requires attention not a criminal act so with instances of depression and um, uh, suicide Often you'd hear people say, I didn't know he was depressed or I didn't know she was suicidal. Are there any telltale signs um, of depression or is it possible to know when someone is suicidal? So um, depression is not, um, a lot of times it's not very obvious like when somebody has a physical injury where you can see 
sometimes some people do a very good job at hiding their depression uh, sometimes the warning signs are there we just miss them because um of course as humans we get we tend to get carried away with um our own lives other activities and we tend to miss out the warning signs but then if you look closely a lot of times the warning signs are there maybe the person doesn't openly tell you i'm depressed but may they may drop some signs um like maybe sometimes they verbalize how they feel sad or maybe they feel hopeless or you notice they don't do the things that they normally enjoy doing or maybe they tend to withdraw from from social events or from from just uh, being around people so they tend to keep to themselves or maybe um you you notice that the person doesn't normally engage in activities like they used to in some cases yes you may hear people verbalize but a lot of times we tend to dismiss people's feelings when they talk about their feelings when they talk about how sad they feel and we just look at things happening around them and we are wondering um your life is good or you shouldn't be feeling sad or you know it's temporary so a lot of times we tend to dismiss how people feel but it's it's not about that depression is not about how much a person has in their lives or not or how much reasons they have to smile or not so those warning signs are there and when it comes to someone who is um, suicidal these kind of signs can also be there and sometimes you can hear them talk about death in a very romanticized way um you could hear them talk about uh, maybe they could be talking about if they die what should happen or maybe they could be talking about having a will or or something like that a lot of times you you could also hear them talking about how like maybe uh, questioning the meaning of life you know all those kind of talks that are, are out of place maybe they're usually not conversations that you have with a person those could be a cry for help or maybe when you most importantly when you notice the person is withdrawn when you notice the person doesn't do the things that they normally enjoy doing uh, a lot of times when you ask they may not be very open um about about it um first time but maybe just keeping an eye on them checking up on them you don't have to press them too much to talk about their feelings but you could just be around the person if there is anything of you're likely to pick it up as opposed to if you were not there for the person what can we do as um friends and family to help people who are either depressed or suicidal um is it possible to um help them and if it is how do we help them um it's very much possible to help someone who is um, experiencing depression or who is suicidal if the right interventions were in place a a lot of people experience this and they don't know what to do or they don't uh, um, get the appropriate support and that's what leads to them taking extreme measures but a lot can be done most importantly i think we need to stay educated um uh, mental health issues psychological well-being has not been very much discussed as much as it should but it shouldn't be an excuse we need to stay educated there are lots of resources out there online that you can read up about to know 
what to to help you know what you're going through to help you know what another person is going through stay educated and we need to stop that stigma that stigma that silence culture no it needs to stop everybody has a mental health so the fact that today it's not you it doesn't mean you're immune and it's really not a problem it's it's part of being human you have a physical health but you try as much as possible to take care of it and when you experience any challenge with it you seek help that that should be the approach and the mindset towards your mental health you have it you you do whatever it takes to protect it and then if you experience any challenge that's okay you seek help so when you have people around you who are experiencing depression or suicidal it's important to be there for them be supportive be there for them you don't need to have the expertise you don't need to say the right words and the perfect um things but you can just be supportive just them knowing that you're there for them you're listening to them you're not judging them you're listening to them and you're just being supportive that's very very important as much as possible if you can find any educational materials that you could share with the person to just help them understand what's going on with them that's also helpful and if um if if possible if you could just try to research any kind of professional support around you that you could refer the person to so but most importantly be non-judgmental have empathy it's not easy it's a very very um difficult struggle for a lot of people so the fact that they are willing to let you be supportive it's a huge step so be non-judgmental um, um listen to them it's not about you it's about the person so listen to them be empathetic and refer to any professional help that you are able to um access around you um like i said the mind will project we are offering free counseling during this period and we hope that it's something that we sustain for a longer period of time there are multiple organizations out there that also offer these kind of services so you just have to look for them and you would find and yeah so most importantly we just need to end that silence culture we need to stop that stigma so that people would be more open people will be more willing to speak up about these kind of issues and when i say um being supportive i do not mean just you as a friend or you as a family member even in workplaces as an employer as a colleague in schools as classmates as schoolmates be supportive of um, a person's struggles with their mental health be non-judgmental be empathetic Thank you, Aisha. At this point, please feel free to share other useful information that you think might help, uh, probably a helpline or other services that you offer as a psychologist and your organization as well. Yes, um, I think what I would like to say is uh, be intentional about your mental health. I see how we, we, we take up a physical health very, very personal it should be the same thing for mental health i know the narrative has been quite problematic problem focused and negative in terms of discussing mental health but that should not be the case it shouldn't be it's not a problem it's not um it's not something that should be stigmatized it's something that's a part of you that you should nurture and take care of uh freely without fear of judgment without fear of being criticized and access to mental health care should be available at different levels so this is me calling on stakeholders to ensure that this is also available it's not enough that we seek the help but we don't have it available it needs to be provided 
and if if you need to to know a bit more about the services that we offer or to access our services you could check our website www.thesunshineseriesng.com and you can also um, find us on instagram at underscore the sunshine series and twitter at underscore sunshine series send us a message you can also find our contact details on there and if you want to access the mindful project pre-counseling you could also find the details out um on, on our website on our on our instagram and twitter pages uh please do the right thing for your mental health amazing having you on the podcast today Aisha as usual it was amazing listening to you speak I hope we get more time to sit and chat soon <laughs> thank you very much for having me and I have to say it's uh, impressive that you and a lot of other people out there are now beginning to talk more about mental health thank you for doing this and I definitely look forward to being a guest on your show again thank you for having me I'm sure you'll agree with me that in such a short time, Aisha was able to break down some important things and shed light on some very pertinent um, questions and topics. I enjoyed talking with Aisha and I hope you enjoyed listening to her too and that you picked up a thing or two. As usual, you can send me a voice message on Anchor FM if you have questions, suggestions, or contributions to make. You can also send me an email to under5withoki at gmail.com. That's under5, the number 5, with oki at gmail.com. Thank you for hanging out with me today, guys. And until I come your way again next week with something fresh... Enjoy the rest of your week. Bye, lovelies.